All right. Welcome back once again, everybody. I'm Don Seifert. It's the Dr. Tree Fruit and Don podcast. Uh, this is going to be a fruit bite. It is Monday, April 10th, 2023. I'm here with Dr. Carrie Peters. Say hi, Carrie. Hello. And you have a gamut of things to run through, is that right? I do. I do. Holy smokes. So summer's here, in case anyone is living under a rock these days where it might be cooler. Uh, so last week we got we had several days where it was in the 70s, 80s, um, and that really pushed the trees along. And this week, and then we had this dip in temperature this weekend, which sort of slowed everything down a little bit. Uh, here in Adams County, I know at Freck we had uh, 31.1 degrees Fahrenheit at, at the station on Sunday and 34.9 degrees Fahrenheit today. So I think we're pretty good, okay, as far as our buds being protected. However, I, I know there are pockets uh, where places can get colder than, you know, in other areas. I do know that down in Maryland, I heard from a grower in Thermont, they got down to 28 on sad, on Sunday. So hopefully people fared this okay. Uh, depending on where they're at and how far their trees pushed last week, you may have gotten a little bit of bud kill, especially if you were at the pink stage, uh, depending on how low you got. Uh, so hopefully we, we, this, hopefully this will be it. Um, this will be like the, the, as far as the freeze frost scare, let's think positive and that this will be it. But with that said, this week, it's going to be hot. It looks like for the forecast, it's going to be hotter than last week. And we're talking summer. And so with that said, trees are going to be pushing hard and fast. And so the first thing we're going to talk about is fire blight. So for anything that is in pink bud right now, you can pretty much guarantee it will be blooming by the end of the week. Uh, the varieties I'm thinking about, I'm looking at you, pink lady. I'm looking at you, Gala. Uh, my pink ladies are in pretty much full pink bud right now. Uh, and so we don't have any rain in the forecast until Saturday or Sunday. And there's ideal temperatures uh, for, for fire blight conditions. So let's remember, let's uh, kind of draw back in our mind, what are the minimum requirements for blossom infection and the order in which they must occur for fire blight to happen? So number one, the blossoms must be open with the petals intact. So flowers and petal fall are resistant. Number two, you need to have an accumulation of at least 198 degree hours above 65 degrees. You need a wedding event such as dew or rain, and you need an average daily temperature of 60 degrees Fahrenheit. So these, all these four components sort of factor into sort of the risk percent that will occur uh, as far as the risk uh, for the chance for fire blight to occur. Uh, so with that said, it looks like Saturday and Sunday are a distinct possibility for fire blight. So what growers should be thinking about right now? Well, you can be thinking about ActiGuard sprays. It takes 48 hours for ActiGuard to kick in. Uh, you could spray ActiGuard now with your fungicide spray, and then you could spray it again at bloom time, especially if you're going to be putting on a streptomycin spray. One to two ounces per acre is ideal. Uh, another thing that you could attempt to do is applying Apogee. Might be a little late to apply Apogee as far as for it to kick in. Research out of Cornell has shown that applying Apogee at pink or a tight cluster, this basically thickens up the plant cell walls in the flower, preventing the bacteria for causing infection in the blossom. So it might be a little late uh, this week, or it might be on time, especially if, if bloom occurs next week for folks, because I have a feeling... We'll be seeing definitely bloom next week. 
Vasoplant is also another option that you could consider at 16 fluid ounces per acre. Uh, This really works well on bigger, older trees, semi-dwarf trees. I would say for smaller trees or dwarf trees, ActiGuard is your way to go as far as plant defense elicitors go. So if you are in tight cluster of pink right now, those are your options, ActiGuard or Vasoplant. Uh, Apogee or Kudos. Um, If you're using Apogee or Kudos, you can use six ounces to the acre. This you want to apply only on really high vigor apple trees. Anything that's low vigor, it's not going to work as well. But this works very well on high vigor trees. Uh, So uh, the sooner the better for the Apogee spray, because remember, it takes 10 to 14 days for that to kick in. Uh, when it comes times for bloom, streptomycin is your control of choice. This still works. This um, is the most effective chemical control for managing fire blight. So what it does is that when you spray it to open blossoms, it's killing the bacteria within the flower in that moment of time, resetting the clock. So it's important to apply your antibiotic treatments prior to any wedding event in order to eliminate any potential bacteria that can enter those flower nectaries. As far as organic options, well, you can apply Vasoplants Organic. Uh, LifeGuard is also another um, option, which is organic for a plant defense elicitor. Um, LifeGuard has to be applied at least 48 hours in advance. Um, This is a good option for organic growers, for a plant defense elicitor. As far as for blossom treatments goes, as as far as what you would need to do for killing the bacteria or preventing the bacteria from getting the nectaries, Blossom Protect, which is a yeast, this works when the blossoms are open. The other option is using Regalia at one quart to the acre plus Magnabon CS2005 at one point, at one pint to the acre. Magnabon CS2005 is a copper sulfate pentahydrate. So this is a copper product where all the copper ions are available all at once. So they will zap all the bacteria that are there when it's applied. Uh, so this, these are your options as far as what's most effective. But with that said, it's still going to be tricky because we have not found a viable streptomycin replacement for organic growers for the yeast because of how intense our conditions are. So just as a note, if you are using copper products that will uh, has the potential to cause fruit finish issues. So before I move on, Don, did I cover everything for fire blight? Anything did I miss before I move on to apple scab? I think you've covered all the bases. I think folks have been listening to you talk about this for a long time and the refresher is always good. No, I can't think of it. Okay, good. That. Folks should be able to regurgitate this to me because I've <laughs> talked about it so much. But most likely we will revisit this again next week because I know everyone's in a different bud stage right now. You know, I'm thinking what's close to home here in South Central PA or if we have any other growers that are a little further south into Maryland. Uh, I think Virginia might be in bloom or at the end of bloom, um, depending on where they're at. So, uh, so yeah, just as an FYI. Okay, so as far as the fungal diseases go, apple scab. Okay, well, apple scab, uh, right now we had an apple scab infection event, kind of, sort of, it depends on where you're at, last Thursday, maybe last late Wednesday night into Thursday. That was, I would say, a light to moderate event because of where we were with the um, mature scab spores 
um, being available and also as far as them being released. So, you know, remember it's the bell curve as far as they slowly creep up when we hit bloom, that's when we have the maximum number of mature spores available. If you have a wedding event, maximum number of um, mature spores plus the wedding event, you've you've got the best disease pressure for apple scab to occur. So we're getting near that right now. So if you're in tight cluster, uh, as far as tight cluster goes, if you remember from last week's uh, little chat, uh, you want to be thinking about the FRAC Group 3 products right now. So that's your Sevia, your Rally Top. Guard, Rhyme, Procure, Torino, or Sulfur, I should say, Torino, Sulfur, Potassium, Bicarbonate. These aren't frac threes, but these are good for powdery mildew because as far as apple scab goes, um, apple scab and powdery mildew, uh, when you've got apple scab conditions, you don't have powdery mildew conditions. However, during the dry times, during tight cluster, that is powdery mildew conditions. So these will work um, for your powdery mildew and scab should scab pop up. Um, this week, it looks like it's dry, at least for the South Central part. I'm not sure about others. I haven't had a chance to look, um, but this could be a powdery mildew week. Uh, so this, this is what you want to be thinking about as far as these FRAC group three products. So they will take care of apple scab. They'll also take care of powdery mildew. Uh, as far as making sure tank mixing with a broad spectrum, I always advocate for the Rainfast Mancozebs. Uh, the Rainfast Mancozeb will give you a little bit of durability uh, as far as, especially an extended wedding event, because Again, looking into the future and looking into next week, I don't know. I mean, it's looking kind of wet. I don't know. We'll see as far as what happens for next week. But but as the week progresses with these warm weathers, we're probably going to quickly go from one bud stage to the next really quickly. So pink's not going to be far behind. So what do you want to do at pink? So pink, uh, during the pink time, you want to, you can still use the FRAC Group 3 products or FRAC Group 9. That's Inspire Super has FRAC 9, Vanguard's FRAC 9. You've got a lot of options for FRAC 3. You could start thinking about FRAC 7, but really you want to leave maybe FRAC 7 products for Bloom and Petalfall. Um, your FRAC 7 products, you've got a lot to choose from. And uh, this will be in the disease update. There's a lot of them and I won't go through them now. Um, but you've heard me regurgitate them many times over, uh, but they're in the tree fruit production guide, uh, but you want to be focusing on frac three that or frac seven for your bloom petal fall time, because this is the strongest product for apple scab. Uh, and this will do the job as far as nipping everything in the bud disease infection wise. Okay. So as far as, let me think moving along as far anything to cover there. Did I miss anything, Don? Just a really fun use of nip it in the bud. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, <laughs> no, <other than laughs> yeah. That, I think it's great. <laughs> My colloquialisms. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've got uh, fire blight covered. Uh, we've got apple scab, powdery mildew covered. Okay, let's move to stone fruit. Okay, so as far as stone fruit goes, uh, let's revisit bloom again because uh, right now, what folks may be uh, facing is potentially blossom blight caused by the brown rot fungus of stone fruit. So for your peaches and nectarines, it could be in bloom, which is probably everything right now, with the exception of my rare and rose, which has hit the snooze button. It's still kind of 
hasn't gotten the memo that it is spring and it's time to bloom. But for those varieties that are in full bloom right now, you want to be thinking of managing for brown rot. Uh, the infections uh, for brown rot blossom blight, uh, these typically occur during wedding periods when the temperatures are between 41 and 86 degrees. We have those conditions. Uh, so one thing, even though we have dry conditions right now, uh, this may hold off any potential brown rot infections. But with these <laughs> summer-like conditions, this often spurns thunderstorms. Um, so we could be under the potential threat of thunderstorms this week. So just as, you know, to be mindful of those wet conditions during these hot times. Uh, so you want to make sure that you are applying some kind of fungicide, whether it's captan or captan combined with a FRAC2 fungicide. These are your Roverol, Meteor, or Iperdiome. Uh, or you could do Captan and Topsin, Topsin's FRAC um, group one. You could also include other FRAC groups too, like three, seven, nine, or 11. However, keep in mind when it comes time for the pre-harvest brown rot fungicide sprays, you want to remember what you apply during the bloom sprays to make sure you're in your uh, maximum or within your limit of sprays for that frac group because you don't want to exceed it. Remember, fungicide resistance management. Uh, so so yeah, so that's a lot of a lot of stuff for folks to digest and think about. Uh, I imagine when we get to next week, I might have some information for the from the entomologist or the horticulturist. This time of year, it's a little quiet. It's all about diseases, uh, but I will make sure to touch base with the entomologist and horticulturist next week as far as what stuff to do. So Don, did I miss anything? No, I, I was like, you like my me. brain is going a million miles oh, an no. hour right now. And I want to make sure that everyone gets the information. No, so, I, th I think you've covered it because you covered down your way. You covered over things over my way. Sorry, folks in the Western half. We're kind of. Well, you've got something to think about as far as. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing you got stuff to think about, um, stuff coming up, prepare. Lucky you. You still have a bit of time to breathe. Um, I pretty much have been holding my breath for the last 10 days <laughs> because it's amazing how fast uh, bud development occurs once you get warm weather. So just be on your toes and just be on the uh, lookout for this weekend, especially in areas that are in pink right now, or we will be in bloom this week. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. So just uh, just kind of uh, be on your toes and we will see you again next week. Yeah, we're looking at about a 50% chance of rain this weekend out my way. So yeah, I saw 62% for Sunday for us and it's a little iffy on Saturday. So, but uh, yes. So even though it's not going to be hot, we are seeing temperatures in the seventies and sixties. And so, uh, and the temps in the fifties, these are in the lows as I should say, uh, these are ideal for fire blight. This is when fire blight sneaks in and catches us off guard. So everyone needs to be on high alert. All right. Well, I was going to say fingers crossed, but we don't need that because we have a good, we have good recommendations. And yes. That's, yes. We'll just, we'll just follow those and everything will be yeah. good. Yep. Good luck, folks. May the force be with you. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Gary. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, Don. Right. Bye, everybody. See ya.